0: This. I'm your host, Marlena Benjamin, a.k.a. Marby. Today is a special day. It's episode six of Celebrate This. Uh, I have a guest today from All Things Equitable, CEO and founder. This is my first guest ever. A very special guest, Janelle Benjamin. Give it up for her. Say hi, Janelle. <laughs>
1: hi, everybody. Thank you, Marlena, for having me on the show.
0: Of course. Yay. Okay. So today we're gonna get right into our topics. We have so much to talk about and we're excited to, to bring these topics to you. Uh, first, I would like to say that Toronto is opening finally. Toronto is opening, we're in the gray zone. And I had to Google that because I had no idea what gray zone meant. I was like, yay, we're in the gray zone. And I'm like, what is that? So I went on Google and um, basically they have like a, like a color spectrum of where you are in terms of how, how much distance you can have, I guess, with people and, and, um, I guess with companies opening and and whatnot. So gray zone means 50% essential capacity so and red zone means 75 percent essential capacity um i googled it and i still don't know what it means but it's fine it just means that we're opening i literally want to run through the streets screaming because i get to be free we get to leave our houses finally and go shopping in a normal mall because online is starting to get on my nerves a little bit i was some of the some of the shopping sites i'm not going to say which ones but some of them are horrible the models are ugly and the clo- they don't make the clothes look good. And some of these stores are really good, but the clothes just don't look good, especially on the models. I don't know what they're doing, but no, I'm not enticed to go to shop now online because the clothes don't look good. So I'm excited to go back to the stores and look at things, try them on for myself on my own body, and finally, we get to be free and go out there. Now st- we still gotta be safe, of course. Wear your mask and all that. I'm not. I'm not gonna go live outside, but it is nice to be be allowed to go outside without having to be reprimanded and beaten and like <laughs> and like arrested or charged or whatever. Um, so finally, finally, finally. Uh, okay, Jen. I have a random question for you before we start. Okay. So um, what? Okay, so. What do you, what do you think people mean? Like I keep hearing this term, spirit animal. Like you're my spirit animal. What in the world does that mean? What do you think it means? Because I think I think it means that it's just you have like a connection to someone. In which case, it's like just say that you have a connection to someone. Like why why the spirit animal? It's just so weird
1: to yeah, say. Yeah, I've had somebody tell me that you know <laughs> something about their kindred spirit and. I don't know. It's it's for weird people who believe in all
0: kinds of craziness. Yeah, like my spirit animal. Like why do I have to be like my spirit buddy or something? I don't know. I was like I don't know. Anyways, any if you say that phrase, that's fine. Maybe you can explain to me what it means. You could DM me. It's fine. But I, I just I don't know. It's just weird, and people say it a lot. But anyways, okay. Uh, I mean, I could Google it. You know, I Google everything. Remember when mommy buffed Google. Like she yelled at Google and Google was like, listen, don't be talking to me like that. So
1: first of all, <laughs> let me give a proper introduction to your guests, because you have not actually said that I'm your sister just yet. So yeah, no, so when she says mommy says this and mommy says that. Yeah, we, we share the same mommy.
0: Oh, yeah. We're sisters, by the way. <laughs> Three minutes in four, four minutes in and yeah, didn't say it. All right. So I got I, I need some hosting help. See, good. See, this is why you're here to help me. You're here. See, I've been doing this. This is a sixth episode. I've been for five episodes. I've been doing this alone. So. Yeah. You're my sister. Janelle, well, did I say your last name? Because if I said your last name, maybe they could draw and then, you know, maybe like two and two together, maybe a yeah, little bit. You can Anyways. say my
1: last name, but no. Janelle
0: Benjamin is my sister, everyone. Yay. Yay. She's, I'm the little sister. I'm the little sister to her. Yeah. And we are different, but we're, we're both very cool. Mommy did well. Yeah. So mommy yelled at Google and Google told her about herself and she had to, she had to, she got mannersed up by Google basically. <laughs> Google was like, um, can you not talk to me like that? <laughs> and she was like, oh, okay. Were you there? I wasn't there. I was there, I was there. I was, it was funny. She like ran away and did laundry or something. <laughs> she was like, oh, Google knows me. Google, yeah. Google listens a lot, but we need Google in our lives. I can't, I really rely on it hard. So thanks, Google. Anyway, so our topics today, let's get right into the topic. Since we have a, a diversity and inclusions expert here today, um, we're going to talk about a lot of equity and diversity and inclusion themed things. Right. Only rights. OK, that sounds right. Yes. OK. So number one topic for today is so we're we're avid Raptors fans we love the Toronto Raptors that's our team that's our NBA basketball team and one of the players on the team has recently spoken out about discrimination that they faced um that was Jeremy Lin who played with us I don't even know how long I could look it up again but he he played with us he was on our team and um he spoke out about the discrimination he faced somebody called him coronavirus um, when he was playing a game so he's not he's not saying who it is but I think it's horrible. And he did, he had some, he had a lot of things to say about that. Like he made a whole public speech about it and saying how people, you know, um, the Asian community shouldn't be treated a certain way, which is true. Like, and being discriminated against anywhere is not okay. But I think the fact that he mentioned, you know, from the NBA, like a a, a sport that we all love and watch and, and adore it was just kind of shocking and sad, and honestly, not that I'm blaming anyone, but the president of the United States at the time, Donald Trump, had literally called out Asian people for for bringing the uh, coronavirus to America from China. So, if your president is very, you know, exclusive about it, is is or just kind of singling out a whole community very negatively, then it's it kind of sets the tone for how other citizens act and behave, you know? So I'm trying to just pull up the Jeremy Lin quote, probably. Oh, here it is. Okay. So Jeremy Lin, this is what he had to say. He goes, I know this will disappoint some of you, but I'm not naming or, sh- or shaming anyone. Um, what, what good does it do in this situation for someone to be torn down? It doesn't make my community safer or solve any of our long-term problems with racism. And then he says, um, then the article goes on to say, uh, this is from USA Today article. This is this art, This this quote is from USA Today. So it says, violence against Asian Americans has increased since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic when some politicians, including former President Trump, see, uh, blamed the virus on China. Exactly what I just said. Um, in June, the White House defended Trump's use of Kung Flu. Jeez, and they quoted that. Kung flu, in quotes, when referring to the virus, furthering the use of racist rhetoric towards Asians and Asian-Americans. Okay, Jen, what do you feel?
1: I mean, right now, anti-Asian racism is a hot button topic. Um, It is definitely egregious discrimination, as any form of discrimination is. And it's particularly egregious when a former president of the United States was Mm -hmm. Um, inciting this racist rhetoric against uh, the Chinese American community, um, calling the, you know the the coronavirus the the kung flu, and you know it, it came from China, and he would say China with such force and voice, yeah, and he, he was just nasty with it. Yeah. And, but what he's done by his rhetoric is just you know caused so much harm and so much violence that's being inflicted on Asian Americans, and I should say Asian Canadians because we're in Canada, like. Globally, I would say Asians are are going through it because um, you know Chinese people are everywhere; they're they're in lots and lots of countries, and they are being discriminated against, right? Because people are boycotting their restaurants; they're, mm-hmm. they're not you know participating in things that they where they are. That's bad. They see them in a, a grocery store; they're you know moving to the other side of the aisle. Um, so there's these, these mm-hmm. you know overt things that are happening to them, but then there's these like behavioral indignities that we call microaggressions in mm-hmm. the diversity inclusion space, where you know. You you slight them you 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 move away from them you avoid them and they know it right that, mm-hmm. so it's it's an indignity that they experience on a day to day basis that just you know nobody should have to go through it's just nasty yeah. I feel you know for Jeremy Lin to have to hear remarks you know to yeah teammates or perhaps opposing team members you know heckling him or calling yeah. him out his name this time it's it's just all of it's unnecessary it's racist it's problematic it's, it's what nobody should
0: be going through yeah and it's it's thinking of like the nba when it's uh, predominantly and by the way it was um another he didn't say it was the raptors it said anybody on the team of the raptors it was like he was playing against another team and somebody called him that which is so ignorant and terrible and and it's like aren't you embarrassed to be that racist first of all like especially if and I, I don't mean he didn't he's not naming the race or anybody like that. I'm I'm just putting my own assumptions on it because predominantly the NBA is with black people, you know. Um. So I don't want to say that maybe a black person said it, but it's possible. The probability of that happening is very high Um. and racism regard. And I feel like black people should know better. You know, what I mean, like we experienced that. And if somebody actually did that, they're, then they're dumb because you if you've experienced that why would you project that onto somebody exactly. else you know
1: no, nobody else should be uh should be on the side of you know humanity more than black people because of the yeah we have been through right and so exactly man per- perpetuating the racism on um any other community um you know it's just a human rights issue for me
0: yeah See, and um, with Jeremy Lin, he says that when, you know, when I, this is another quote from the USA article, that when I experienced racism in the Ivy League, it was my assistant coach, Kenny Blakeney, that that talked me through it. He shared with me his own experiences as a black man, stories of racism I couldn't begin to comprehend. Stories including being called the N-word and having things thrown at him from cars. He drew from his his experience with identity to teach me how to stay strong in mind. Which is awesome. Um, now, I'm assuming this Kenny. I'll I'll definitely Google him. Um, Kenny Blakeney, I, I'm assuming he's like an older black male, and I, I'm assuming that yeah, like he probably like the older you are, like the more I feel like it, you've experienced more racism probably. Uh, because there was like a time when it was like whites only and blacks only and you know so if he had all that happening to him and I think it's nice that at least he had some kind like some kind of counsel um that um what's his name um Jeremy Lin was able to get counseling from Kenny um the his assistant coach to help him through it so that's that's nice at least it wasn't like he's like you know being outcasted by everyone in the NBA, which would it makes it hard to be anywhere if you feel like you're the only one of your race and like everyone's attacking you. So, anyway,
1: yeah, we definitely just stand in solidarity with our Asian brothers and sisters yes. on, on both sides of the border and That's not right. stand silent. You know, when they're they're being victimized now, right? We can't be proponents for Black Lives Matter and then watch. You know what's going on right now. So solidarity with Jeremy Lin and all Asians. We say no more.
0: No more Jeremy Lin. See, we got you. Don't worry. And, and I got your back.
1: Discrimination. I mean, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the fact that this All Star Weekend and they discriminated against our whole Raptors team. Yes, and, they did. It's like a Raptor to even be at the All Star game. I mean, from Vince Carter to Chris Bosh to. Kawhi Leonard. I mean, we have the stars to Kyle Lowry. We have the stars to, to Terrence Ross. Mm-hmm. We won the NBA championships. Preach. We, we, <laughs> we, we, we do slam dunk competitions, and then they want to snub us. when We have stars like Van Vliet. We have stars like Kyle Lowry. I mean, multiple-year all-stars. Mm-hmm. Right, Pascal Siakam. We got Playoff Powell. I mean, our team is stacked. Our bench is, is, is long and mm-hmm. deep. And they we'll wanna just they wanna snub us. But anyway, I, I just we're talking about discrimination. I just have to
0: Put that yes, there. and we were talking about a former Raptor player, right. so it fits in. Good, yes. good job, yes. good segue. <laughs> yes, and and I don't even know if it's on right now, but whatever. Anyways, um, we're not, we're not, we're watching. not watching, we're not it. watching. <laughs> we stand in solidarity. No, you, they're probably there though. That's a joke. Like, we're why are probably, we? Probably they're there. probably there having fun. Like, even though they probably feel are like, not watching. And it. they're like, yeah, we're chilling. We're like drinking with like LeBron and them. You know, <laughs> like. Anyways, no, nah, it's all good. I mean, that that happens. Like you, we, I guess that happens. You know, they, and it definitely happens to us. I find with the Raptors that they, because we're Canadian, they they tend to hate on. But it's so weird. We're Canadian. It's a Canadian team, but the players are American.
1: How can it be? I'm sorry. We're gonna we're gonna dwell on. This. <laughs> How can it be that we are the NBA champions, mm-hmm. the reigning NBA champion?
0: Mm-hmm. 2019, but yet,
1: right? But yet, not a single one of our players makes All Stars. Yeah. Are you kidding me? They're hating. That's like, that's a, the, the the biggest snub ever. That we, is. We should. If, if any of our players are there, they should just go home. <laughs> or just, or just burn the place down. Like, no, we're, we're not participating.
0: Okay, that's really violent. And no, we're not. We're not do. Or, that was a figure of speech. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Perfect.
0: I'm not, okay. I'm not aggressive. Okay. Yeah. No arsonery. No, none of that. None of that. Positive podcast. Positive. <laughs> but yeah, well, Raptors, we stand by you. We love you. And you know, maybe next year, you know, and, and now they're going through like trade stuff and coronavirus stuff. And, you know, like ironically, they, they're, they're in some kind of COVID protection right now. The, the, the coach and Siakam Van bleed and some of the, some of the players, have been, I don't even know what's going on. I feel, I really feel like it's a conspiracy to like, like keep us down, but you can't keep us down, man. Even without Kawhi, we still made it to the playoffs. We still, we're still doing it. Just we're give gonna us. we going
1: to make it to the playoffs again Yeah, just we're, give us we're, our we're, damn we're
0: respect just, now. Right, put
1: some respect on our name.
0: Anyways, anyways. Okay. Next topic. <laughs> okay. So, um, I mentioned to you about Deborah Wilson. Deborah Wilson from Mad TV who who hasn't watched. Have you watched Mad TV? Of course. Okay. Okay. Just making sure, you know, cuz Mad TV was the bomb.com back in the day, like back in the 90s, I want to say. Like yeah. yeah.
1: 90s to 2000, Mad TV was on for a Mad TV was
0: time. so funny. Now, if you don't know who Deborah Wilson is, I'm I'm going to tell you right now and you'll you'll be like, "Oh, okay. Watch this." She was the only black Cast member for the f- first 10 years of of Mad TV, and she did skits with like such as like the Whitney Houston, uh, the Bonifa character, the the Latin character, and and very and um the, the the customer service person, I should have these names, but it was like she did a lot of like funny stuff. She did like the Mariah Carey parody, which is funny because she looks apps and beyonce, she looks nothing like Beyonce or Mariah Carey, but she did a really good job in portraying them. And um, she recently the reason why I'm bringing her up is because she recently spoke out about being underpaid and being devalued and saying that um, she was basically uh, basically the other the other cast members, the white male cast members were paid more than her. And when it came up for her contract, it was no negotiation. It was just kind of like, okay, we'll buy, you know, like they didn't want to negotiate her contract. So that's why she left. And I think it's very sad because she was like, if you, if I think about that show, I think about how funny she was. And it's not just me. I'm sure there's a lot of other people who remember her on that show as well. You know? Um, And I don't know. What do you, this is what I wanted to ask you, Jen, that when somebody is talking about unfair pay, you know, how do you know, because it's told that statistically black women get paid less than or women get paid less than men. Let's just say women in general get paid less mm-hmm. than men. How do you know who's getting paid what? And what do you do about it? If you find out that you're getting paid less than somebody and you're doing the same job.
1: So these days, I mean, at least in companies in the public sector in Canada, there's a public sector salary disclosure. So if you make over a hundred thousand dollars, your name is on a roster and your salary is visible. And in mm-hmm. fact, I was just recently profiling in a story called the power gap in Canada across Um, the nation in the Globe and Mail that basically revealed the inequities in pay uh, (laughs) across the public sector. So whether you're in a hospital, a school board, you're in uh, a government entity, municipal government, provincial government, women are being paid less. And it was on full display. And so organizations, you know, uh, universities, you name it, they need to get themselves in order and fix this pay gap, this power gap, um, because it is an unfair inequity that needs to totally be addressed in society. And so, how, the, mm-hmm. to answer your question more specifically, how do you know when someone's getting paid less? Uh, if there's not a salary disclosure, because you it's uh, you know, in Canada at least, when it's under hundred thousand, sometimes right now people are talking. You know? mm-hmm. If it's not already publicly listed in the job posting, where you know you kind of know the range for a position and you assume someone's getting paid within that range, yeah. Um, a lot of times where these jobs are not disclosing what the salary is. People talk. Right? Yeah. Um. You know, there's I'm a lot sure. of people don't
0: like to tell you what they their salary is. You no, know, no, no, they, they won't share that.
1: They don't want to share that. Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> but I think more and more, I say that. <laughs> more and more, I think people are pushing for transparency. More and more, people yeah. Are gonna expect that organizations disclose in their hiring processes what are you paying for this role? What is the range? What are you offering? And don't offer at the bottom of the damn range. Yeah, you know, yeah. Range, and somebody negotiates from the middle of the top. There's nothing wrong with negotiation. Again, I was just featured for for you know losing a, a, a job offer, having it rescinded on me because you know I was negotiating within a range, which is absolutely ridiculous. But um, I think if people start dis- discussing and expecting what their salary is to be disclosed in in a job posting. And then, uh, you know, having conversations about it in the workplace, you know, if I'm yeah. a manager and you're a manager and I find out that you're making $15,000 more than me, which was actually happening to me, there wow. should be some sort of review, right? We That's should be, messed up. yeah, it, it's totally messed up. We should be reviewing our salaries across organizations. And I do this through my, my consulting practice, by the awesome. way. I work with organizations and I, you know, we'll, we'll do a, a systemic review to see are, how are you paying people by, wow. by race, by gender? Uh, ethnicity you name it uh, if you're collecting the data we will analyze it if you're not collecting the data we'll help you do that oh and then you can, hook you up and then you can address <laughs> the inequities in your workplace i mean it's more important than ever that organizations be fair yes be transparent, and not have these inequities because you're going to be exposed like mm-hmm. you know, a mail article did just did exposing all of these you know Yes. Yeah, we're, public, we're paying these entities mm-hmm. to basically discriminate against
0: us in the public sector. It's crazy. That's awesome. See, so Janelle Benjamin, did you hear that here? She will. If you if you come to her, she will help you find out, gather the data, the data you said. Right. That's right. And help you find out if you're being par- paid fairly or not. Honey, let's let's do this. Let's be more active with our wages because we we work hard. You work hard. so You deserve it. You deserve it to be paid fairly. Based on, you know, what, based on what, like your, your age or just, just based on your performance, on your
1: performance on what you're doing or what you've been called to do. What are the mm-hmm. bona fide, uh, occupational job requirements? Right. Am I performing them to the best of my ability? Yeah. And I should be compensated fairly and such. Of, yeah. Right. And it shouldn't be based on, you know, do you like me or, yeah. you know, what color I am or what mm-hmm. have you, right? It should be a, a fair wage for fair work. Exactly. What it's about.
0: That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for explaining that.
1: But what if what
0: if they try to pl- play it off like, okay, let's say you and I work for the same company, it's the same, and it's the same position or whatever. And let's say you you started maybe two months before I did, mm-hmm. and they they try to say, oh well, seniority, she's been there longer, so she gets paid more, or whatever. Oh yeah, you know?
1: seniority does go. Play a role in it, but okay. I mean, two months seniority is is p- hardly not going to. qualify <laughs> you. But, yeah. you know, um, you know, when especially a unionized role, um, there's salary bands. There's there's yeah. annual reviews and there's, there's raises. There's and all a that. system for how the, the, the raises go. You know, based on your performance. So if you're okay. performing at the top of the, of you know you're ex- exceptional or excellent, you're going to be advancing in your salary classification higher and band higher or better or faster than your counterparts. So, you know, a lot goes into compensation. I don't mean to, to minimize it. because mm-hmm. um, compensation is more than just your salary. It really is it's, it's your full compensation package. Um so, you know, talk about not just what what are you making? But what mm-hmm. are the perks do you get? Do you have a parking space? Do yeah. You, do you get a corporate credit card? Do you, you get, get bonuses? A, do you get bonuses. Do you get ex, do you get to expense, you know, your your conferences and your hotels? Do you get Education paid for by your workplace. You mm. know, some people are are, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I make five thousand dollars more than her in salary, but what other range of perks and benefits are you getting that I'm not privy to that work into your compensation package? Um, that is also part of the discrimination. So we need to fix all of it so that um, yeah those things that happen. And I feel so bad for that woman on Mad TV. She was yeah. phenomenal yeah yes and she was googles her they'll be like oh yes 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 i remember her because like like my sister said she was the only black woman yeah so for her to be having to to discuss you know how many years later about 15 years later that yeah. her salary was, was 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 uh she wasn't compensated fairly and that's re- the reason why she had to leave mad tv and yeah so i found
0: i found the i found the exact quote thank you for bringing it back to that okay so she says I was a tenured cast member from the beginning from pilot and people were coming in after me, making more than me. And then when I realized there were white male cast members who were coming in after me, making more than me, I went, okay, can we talk about this? And the answer was essentially no. Unbelievable.
1: But you know what? Unbelievable, but not because this is, this is the treatment of racialized People in the workplace, and I'm going to say yeah. women, right? Because you know we're 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 double minorities, right? When we're mm-hmm. we are women and we are racialized, and yep. we we're treated differently in the workplace, especially when we're black. Right. Um, you know, we bring issues of our compensation forward and it's like like shoe fly go away, you, yeah. you, you know? You're getting what I give you, you should be grateful. There's this attitude that we should be grateful when it is you yeah, are. Yeah. You're, you're getting our labor, our, yeah. our blood, sweat, tears. We, we leave our houses, our families every day You know, we commute, we whatever it Mm -hmm. takes, right? Before coronavirus, of course, there was a commute. But we're doing all of this to perform at our utmost. And she was an exceptional comedian who should have certainly been compensated at the top of her class and not have to, to, you know, nickel and dime and be compared to, to, like... Other white men who were coming in. After yeah, his that's disrespect. Disrespectful and offensive. Shame on you, Mad TV. Shame on you. Yeah,
0: well, they're canceled now. They're gone.
1: Cancel. <laughs> See?
0: Yeah, here we go well here we go third topic cancel culture <gasps> now as you know this podcast is normally 30 minutes and we're 26 minutes in so we're going to continue on after the 30 minutes if it's okay with you janelle okay Absolutely. okay so great so keep listening guys okay all right so cancel culture is our last topic right so you know for cancel culture, I feel like that's a really broad subject, but I'm going to narrow it down to a few things. Um, I have where you know you have where people op- celebrities or people just openly ha- ask you to boycott something or someone. You know, like how we just jokingly asked, said boycott NBA, but we didn't mean that. You know, <laughs> like uh, we we're boycotting the NBA because they didn't they sh- they snub the Raptors. But no, like but no, but there's people who actually ask you to boycott like for instance like we're do you remember in monique when she was like oh boycott netflix mm-hmm. because they didn't pay me right or whatever they're they're racist and then we were like uh no, no <laughs> you know like no, actually. we actually thought about it and we're like no How are we netflix, netflix. so <laughs> no, you're talking about netflix or monique let's see you know like but, Netflix
1: and chill without
0: Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> but even that like if you have to boycott something that you like like what are you boycotting exactly like what is the evidence that you have is it just your opinion mm-hmm. against this company mm-hmm. um and why should we re- why should all of us be in in solidarity with you to boycott that you know Listen, like
1: i boycott different companies based on Uh, The error that they made Mm -hmm. and how apologetic they are.
0: Yeah, the apology
1: is actually sincere.
0: Exactly. So if
1: I don't buy the apology, then you're you're canceled. (laughs) I have canceled um, Dove. Me too. I canceled Dove. And then I found <laughs> out, and I used to use like, Dove soap and Dove deodorant. And yeah, I yeah. And I found out that Degree is made by Dove, and I switched my, my deodorant to Degree. Yeah. But I found that Degree, Dove makes Degree, I was like, oh shoot, I got a cancel Degree. So now I just use Secret. <laughs> but they're canceled because of the racist ad that they had. Um, and yeah the with black, the cu- the within the washing woman.
0: machine yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the bla- black girl with a brown t-shirt goes into the washing machine and comes out a white woman with a white shirt oh, what I are you know. what message are you sending oh, out there yeah. really the black people are dirty and we the need to be cleaned until we're clean clean white,
1: and white mm, and not, right? so bad I, ad. <laughs> I boycott the
0: and their apology wasn't good their apology apology was like oh we're bad yeah
1: their apology was trash i
0: hated their apology
1: i boycott h&m right now i have a gift card for h&m really they're canceled i will never set foot in an h&m again really but okay there's no there's no forgiveness at all listen yo g-easy had to cancel them like yeah because their apology was trash too like if your apology is you're not owning up to (laughs) what you've done
0: yeah.
1: H&M was the one with the, the the little boy with the monkey on the t- Yeah, the yeah, the coolest
0: boy. monkey in the jungle. Well,
1: he was the coolest monkey in the jungle with the white boy was the the, the greatest king or whatever it was on his Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? You don't know in, in 20 whatever 20 something. It was, it was at least
0: 2017? 2017.
1: 17 or so. Yeah, you don't yeah. know in 2017 <laughs> that a little black boy shouldn't be called a monkey and and where
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: mother knowing it and the mother was like they paid her more money
0: so she kind of was like i'm fine with it and we're like oh you're terrible she
1: (laughs) can internalize racism just like everybody else and not all skin folk are kin folk okay she can put that monkey shirt on her son all she wants she is a sellout okay for that cash tell us how you really feel so i'm gonna say it like this Certain companies are canceled. H H&M and is
0: canceled. Dove is canceled. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Janelle, but you're a diversity and equity and inclusion consultant. Consultant, um, how can you cancel these people when you should be consulting them? Right, you should be. Te- isn't that the point? To like, kind of, maybe they don't know about inclusion and they're they're not uh, sensitive to the history of you know oppression and things like that. You know, um, and and the little terms that people use. Um, Shouldn't you be trying to help people with their
1: core? So listen, my consulting mm-hmm. practice and where I spend my dollars can certainly be aligned. However, if Dove or H&M would love to work with me, I would certainly work with them. Okay. If it is that they are sincere about wanting to make changes, that they are ready to follow my guidance and instructions, Certainly, I would help them, okay. but until uh, such time as they <laughs> fix their racist culture, I don't have to spend my, my, my hard-earned dollars where they don't appreciate or value people that look like me.
0: So, the, so for cancel culture, they are cancelled?
1: For cancel culture, they're cancelled, but sure there should be many more.
0: <laughs> How about pause? How about maybe a, a pause until they get their act together?
1: Yeah, I, I'm
0: probably not going to use Dove ever again because you know why the reason why is because this wasn't like a one time thing that they did exactly. that. It was like a, a repetition. Like it's like they just really not getting the point that you can't keep refer like I understand Dove and body wash and all that, but stop using black skin as like it's dirty and it needs to be clean or because I think even for Dove lotion or something, they said something like for, um, normal skin or from dark to normal skin so it was like what dark skin's not normal you know what i mean like so it was like uh what's normal skin honey you know like that kind of stuff so and it took i was just like wait a minute like that's wrong you know like dark how it it literally says from dark to normal skin and you're like oh what my skin not normal they're they're basically not
1: even saying like you know from blotchy skin to oily skin to smooth skin they're basically saying dark is 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 not uh it's not the move you know we're not it's not the the beautiful one it's not the clean one it's not it's not the standard and that is not Mm -mm. okay for me i won't be buying dove when i found out the dove makes degree i stopped using degree also oh damn if i find out the dove the makers of dove are (laughs) the founders of all their other stuff i'm gonna boycott everything that i know that they that they make wow
0: wow it got so real just now. It got so real on Celebrate This People's. Okay, we can keep it moving with um, the cancel culture. And okay, so Chris Harrison, the host of The Bachelor, right? Um, he is in some like problems right now. Well, actually he kind of smoothed it out with, um, with everything. So basically what happened with him uh, for those of you who don't know, okay, so there's a show called The Bachelor where people contestants go on to try to find a, a true love, and the end and the end result it's supposed to be marriage. You know, like you're supposed to, it's the bachelor, but then you know, like he he you know goes through all these women, <laughs> goes through all these women, or or they they have the bachelorette where the woman goes through all the men. That sounds bad. I shouldn't phrase it like that. But they they date them. They go. They kind of it's like a contestant show where they try to see who they, they have a connection with. So in doing that, they date these women, I guess you can say, and they, they try to see who they have a connection with and then that's what it is. So The Bachelor um, was black this time. They had a black bachelor. Finally, finally. And, <laughs> and um, they had a black bachelorette too. So, uh, yeah, I think people complain. So, yeah, that's why they had to be inclusive. See, Janelle's trying to be inclusive. And um, so, so anyway, but no, that's not, that's what this is about. The, what it's about is that the contestant on the show was a white woman who got close to The Bachelor, who is a black male, and she people had pulled up some old tweets and some old pictures to show that she is a possible racist. And it's very, very ironic and and disturbing that you would be on a show where the the contestant is is a Black male that you know, and if you have some issues towards Black people, you know, and people know you from your past and they're posting these things. So she posts, uh, somebody had outed her as like a possible racist, which was shocking. So then Chris Harrison, went to, and was speaking with the old bachelor uh the black bachelorette rachel uh i forgot her last name that's so awful google it for me please uh black just type in black bachelorette uh rachel forgot her last name i'm bad with names yeah, but whatever. either way google in and i'll shout it out later anyways um so he was on he was talking with her and basically what The controversy was with the contestant on The Bachelor was that she had an old picture where she was attending an antebellum party, which is like an old South, like a plantation party, if you will. Rachel Lindsay. Rachel Lindsay. Oh my gosh! How did I forget her name? I'm terrible. I told you I'm terrible. So yeah. So Chris Harrison was talking to rachel Lindsay regarding the contestant on the bachelor this year who attended the plantation party where they dress up in southern clothes or or the old-timey like white class kind of white class that's what no if you google it like i had to google because i didn't even know that existed you know like uh anyways um I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> what what do people want to celebrate is what they want to celebrate. Hey, listen, man. Just as long as you celebrate this, I'm happy. Okay, how about that? um But yeah, the the girl from the the woman from the Bachelor, she went to an antebellum party, and they they posted pictures of that. So Chris Harrison was defending her, and basic and hard too. And he was basically like, "Oh, you know, it's not." Um. So what's your name I just said it's Rachel, Rachel Lindsay. Lindsay thank you Rachel Lindsay meant said it's not a good look you know like what she was like well how what would I represent if I was at that party and he was like you know well it was if it's not a good look it wasn't a good look she now yeah she would have been a slave on a plantation which is demeaning and horrible and it's it's confused again it's confusing why people want to celebrate that kind of stuff and why that even exists you know like I, it's so I really didn't know that existed. I had to, I literally had to Google it. It does say something about white class. I'm not I'm not putting my opinions on it. That's literally what it says on Google. It's like to to basically celebrate the uh, like a time where people white people white are in class
1: aristocracy.
0: Yes, you know. So and it's something that they do in fraternities and and um, sororities. I should say sororities and fraternities. Actually, they said both. You know. Um. So, anyways. Um, Chris Harrison said that, oh, it wasn't, it's not a good look now in 2021, but it was a good look in 2018. It was fine. And, and Rachel Lindsay was like, no, it was never a good look. What are you talking about? It was always like, it's racist then it's racist now. What are you talking about? So he apologized. And as you mentioned earlier, Janelle, with people in their terrible apologies, (laughs) you know, like his apology is pretty terrible. And I mean, I guess for some, this is, this is the thing if you feel that way chris harrison then don't apologize legit like even if people are forcing you to apologize then i really feel like stand by your word because his if you look at his apology seriously he's reading off of something he's literally looking down and he's reading off of something and he's saying oh i didn't speak from my heart and it's like, you're damn sure not speaking from your heart now, Chris Harrison, because you're reading off of something on your, your leg, probably. You Probably probably not wearing pants, because you're only seeing from the waist up. He's probably not wearing pants. <laughs> and he wrote on his leg, you know, no pants, no underwear. And <laughs> he's just sitting there talking about, oh, I didn't speak from my heart. Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, So, yeah, no one's, no one's really buying it. Nobody, no all people of different races are not buying his apology, just so you know. So he, but again, are we canceling him or are we trying to teach him to be better? Are we, you know, does he need some kind of counseling in this, if you will?
1: (sighs) I wouldn't be in this business if I didn't believe in change. Yes, I believe that people can change. Yes. good. Do I believe that everybody cares to change? No. I think some people are inherently racist. (laughs) They love being racist and they'll die racist. I do think that there are some people who are truly oblivious. They're ignorant. And they're truly sorry and apologetic when they learn something. And they're doing the work to learn it. And I love working with those people. Good. I love coaching those people. I love developing those people. I love seeing the transformation, right? That's exactly why I'm in this. But I think when it's insincere, it shows through. Like, it's one thing for your PR people to, you know, script you. Because, you know, I'll do that. I'll, I'll draft up corporate statements mm-hmm. and scripts. And I'll help, you know, where there's blunders in a company that might make a blunder uh, and say the wrong thing. But ultimately, I'm going to give you talking points. You don't have to read what I wrote if it's from the heart, right? You get the coaching, you know what you you should say, and then you just go out there and then you give a genuine apology. Right. And then I think it rings true. I think when you're reading something, mm-hmm. word for word, it's just insincere. I think he did learn something. I, I don't yeah. mean to say that he's totally canceled. I think watching his apology, I really do feel that he probably did learn something, um that there is no distinction from 2018 to 2021 in terms of you know participating in a a racist uh antebellum party where you're you're perpetuating stereotypes of white supremacy yeah yeah the whole thing is just gross right you know i think that he certainly has learned something and he probably has a whole lot more things to do he probably is genuinely sorry it just didn't come across well yeah
0: it didn't come across well and and i i I don't think he's racist um i think he just needs help being more aware and and he just shouldn't have said anything this is this is how i feel okay if you don't understand something And if you don't know if you're not educated about something you should really shut up like legit shut up don't talk
1: i don't know
0: because i think his whole his whole um to me what his his whole demeanor and like the way he was going hard like his whole opinion about it was that why are people digging up stuff from the past which is true like i mean I mean, people are putting things out there because like, well, hold on. Weren't you racist once? You're with a black man now? Like, so I could see that. Okay. People are pulling things up because it's weird. Cause maybe she has, you know, like, I don't know what, ha- what, what she did or what she in her past or whatever, but somebody feels the need to kind of expose her and say, Hey girl, stop, stop fronting. You know, we know you don't like black people, you know, or maybe she does, you know? Um, But either way um, that, that, that did need to be addressed. If you, if you did attend some, um, slavery party back in the (laughs) slavery party, that sounds so wrong, but some plantation party, whatever, Mm -hmm. antebellum, whatever you want to call it. Um, if you attended that kind of stuff, then even if it's obliviously, like you still need to be told that that that's not okay. You know, especially if you're going to be with a black man, you need to be educated more on black culture. And that's all, you know, I feel like, so again, maybe she and she's probably not racist either. It's just she probably has been around people who have allowed that kind of behavior and allowed that, you know, like, and, and condoned that, you know? So anyways, we'll move on from her and them, but yeah, I believe, and, and that brings me to my next thing about cancel culture is that it does become like a witch hunt. Like it becomes like you are like, for instance, with Kevin Hart. When he was hosting the Oscars, or when he was he was he was um, selected to, to host the Oscars, he they they dug up some old tweets from way back when from Timbuktu, and they were like, "Oh, you said some homophobic remarks, honey. Um, apologize for that." And he was like, uh, "No, I did. You know, he's like he's like I that, I I'm not that person anymore. I have changed." And nobody was trying to hear it. The LGBTQ community was not trying to hear it. Oh my god, I said that so so well and so fast. I probably can't say it again. Um, but um, yeah, they were they were not having it. Um, and. He eventually just kind of resigned from the Oscars because it was just like, I can't, you know, and then he eventually apologized, but his apology to me and I didn't, I wasn't even about the apology. I felt like leave the guy alone, you know, like, he, you know, like if he's telling you, this is not who he is and he's changed and he's worked hard to do better and whatever, then that should be enough. You know, like, why does he need to like apologize again and again and again? You know, like if somebody is sincerely sorry and says, I don't know why I said that. That's horrible. Or or I know why I said it because I was a jerk back then, but I've learned that that's not a good way to be, you know, because if you go back and look at anything from the past, a lot of things from the past were very misogynistic and racist, you know, but that, it's not okay, but people can grow. People can come out of that because it's society that kind of makes it okay, you know, to, to kind of, to be that way. So, he apologized, but he still didn't host Oscars. So it didn't make no damn sense. So, but it, it does, I don't know. I just feel like people, if you look for something, you'll find it. So if you're looking to see, um, nobody's perfect. So if you're looking to, to, to cancel somebody, that's that's it's terrible to me, in my opinion. If, so, if you just happen to see something where it doesn't make any sense and you want an explanation, then, by all means question somebody that said something that you, you find contradicting to what they're promoting now, but you you shouldn't be looking to, to find something wrong with somebody because again, nobody's perfect. And that's just literally what it is. And there should be some kind of forgiveness. How about forgiveness culture? Huh? Yeah. No. Okay. Anyways. But I think somebody for, for, to cancel somebody, there needs to be strong charges and it needs to be a conviction as well they need to just it literally and that doesn't guarantee that they're they're guilty if there's charges and they're tried and convicted however in order if you the people get canceled for just allegations and that's that's horrible and it's not to me, I don't feel like somebody's whole life but should I be I feel
1: like Marlena, if people show you who they are sometimes, whether or not it's you mm-hmm. know a civil or a criminal proceeding, I think if somebody shows you who you, who they are and they are racist at their core, it's okay to cancel them. I'm but, all for firing
0: racists But not, their not just racism though, right right? Like there's
1: racism, like- misogynist Yeah. Like if there's,
0: there's certain things like the allegation itself can hurt somebody. Like if you, if you say something despicable, like, oh, this person's a pedophile, you have no damn proof. That's, that's, you can't do that. defamation of character. You know, you can't go out and throw out things about people. Like for instance, like with the rapper T.I. and his wife, Tiny, they're saying that they're, they drug people and rape them and all that stuff. Like, where is, like, you know what I mean? Like, what are you basing that off of? And that, that's, that's, some some of those things are hard to prove. But my thing is, the allegation itself can be so damaging and of detrimental. Course, course. And then to find out later that, oh, this person lied or this wasn't true or something, you know, like, people don't people are not forgiving. So that's why I'm saying, like, You know, there's this cancelling people before even getting all the facts, before even, you know, finding out if there's charges, if there's convictions or whatnot. I
1: think there's a difference in cancel culture when it is that you've done something, though. Yeah. When it's, it's, you know, uh, Chris Harrison coming out with... A racist statement, such as an antebellum party, is okay three years ago.
0: hmm.
1: <laughs> you, he, he is.
0: Or allowing it, yeah. He
1: has affirmatively done something that we can all see that he's done. Yeah. And if we want to cancel him, I think it's okay. I mean, I, I don't personally think the guy should be canceled. Yeah, I don't think so
0: either. There I you just have think he should be. I mean, be...
1: your example with T.I. and Tiny, again, it's allegations coming from a third party that need to be proven in a court of law. Yeah. They're not canceled for me until and unless, you know, it is proven. But they've yeah. done what what is being alleged. Like right?
0: R. Kelly is canceled. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how great he sings or whatever. Or song. And he has some bangers. Don't 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 get me wrong. He has some real bangers out there. But he's canceled because he's gross and nasty, and he has a sex tape where he's having sex with a child, and you could see it. Okay, <laughs> like it's there. There's evidence. There's not just hearsay. Okay, there's actual footage of him being a, a, a dirty nasty pedophile. And peeing on her and stuff. Okay. Anyways, we don't have to go into details. It's so nasty. Ugh. It's so disgusting. But anyways. Okay. So I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna stop with that <laughs> because it's just so. Oh, I shouldn't have brought up our Kelly. Oh, oh my god. I'm we're not gonna end
1: the show on that. No, no, no. We're not gonna. End, we're not.
0: No, we're not ending the show on that note. We have a game to play now. Okay. okay like. Right, okay. So so cancel culture. To me, I feel like if you are, um, like Donald Trump, if you're R Kelly, you know, if you get canceled, it's your own damn fault because you talk too damn much and you do too much, you're doing too much. Okay. So you deserve to damn well get canceled. Even if you've done so much good in your life, but you've done a lot of negative, terrible things that are traumatic to a lot of people, you know, putting people in cages because of their citizenship, that's despicable and evil, you know, um, Whatever. Anyways, um, that's that's my opinion and whatever. Some of you guys love, love Trump. Go ahead and love Trump all you want, but he's done some really despicable stuff. So I, I don't feel sorry for him at all if he gets canceled. Um, but he has his crew that will love him up. But okay, so we're gonna play a game now, Janelle Benjamin. All right. What's okay. The game called. This game is called name that influencer yay okay so this is a multiple choice game okay so i'm gonna say some quotes and i'm gonna give you the options and you have to say who you think said it okay
1: okay
0: yay okay all right perfect (laughs) so the first one okay
1: you know i'm bad with names so i don't know what you're trying to pull i'll give you
0: the names i'm gonna give you the names okay Okay. so imperfection is beauty madness is genius And it's better to be absolutely ridiculous than absolutely boring. Who said it? Was it A, Einstein, B, Gandhi, C, Marilyn Monroe, or D, Oprah?
1: It was Marilyn Monroe. Ah! ding, 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 ding. Oh, you got it right. You're awesome. You got that. All right. Okay.
0: So the next one. During your life, never stop dreaming. No one can take away your dreams. Who said that? Was it A. Madonna, B. Mother Teresa, C. Tupac, or Four. Gwyneth Paltrow? Do you want me to repeat it?
1: No. <laughs> stop. Never stop dreaming. No one can take away your dreams.
0: Mm-hmm. Madonna, Mother Teresa, Tupac, or Gwyneth. They say Gwyn- Gwyneth Paltrow. Whatever, Gwen.
1: I'm gonna say <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow.
0: No. Damn it. Don't tell me it was Tupac. It was Tupac. Damn it. It was Tupac. It's okay. You're still one for two. Okay. Now the third one, it says, okay. We did not come to fear the future. We came here to shape it. Was it A, Malcolm X, B, Obama, C, Steven Spielberg, or four, Donald Trump? Obviously not Donald Trump.
1: (laughs) We came here to shape the
0: future. It said we did not come to fear the future. We came here to shape it.
1: Shaping the
0: future. Was it Malcolm X, Obama, Steven Spielberg, or Donald Trump?
1: I'm going to say Obama. Ding,
0: ding, ding. You got it right. Yay. Okay. And so the final one. Okay. Life opens up opportunities to you and you either take them or you stay afraid of taking them. I'm going to say that again cuz I flubbed it a little bit like Steve Harvey on Family Feud. Okay. So life opens up opportunities to you and you either take them or you stay afraid of taking them. So, this is the final one. This is for all the marbles, okay? All right, let me see who and I have marbles in my car. A. <laughs> okay. Um A Pope John Paul II B Susan Sarandon c bob marley or d jim carrey
1: life gives you opportunities and what
0: life opens up opportunities to you Mm -hmm. and you either take them Mm -hmm. or you stay afraid of taking them bob marley no damn it you don't get any marbles Okay, so it po- sounded so philosophical.
1: It's something
0: that Ganja Man would say. I'm so sad. A rude, I, I almost put um, as Who a was like, it Jim Carrey. Yes, Jim fun, Carrey. He's a ganja Man from
1: Canada.
0: Oh, wow. Jim Carrey, <laughs> our fellow Canadian Jim Carrey. Yay. He said Yay. that. Yay. Okay, well, that's all the time we have. Thanks so much for joining me today, Janelle. Did you have fun? I did.
1: Thank you for you... having me as a guest on your show. I really did enjoy being here. Yay. I'm be back anytime. I'm so proud of you. I have to say, I'm really proud of you. <gasps> oh, My little sister has a podcast. <laughs> first guest. I'm so happy to be on your of show. Of course. And I'm really proud of you for, for living out your dreams and doing what you wanted to do. And, and Thank you. Yeah, your Thank podcast you so is much. Great. I love
0: it. Thank you so much. Give it up for my sister, Janelle Benjamin, my special guest. And please visit allthingsequitable.ca to learn more about Janelle and to book any formal diversity and equity training or consulting services. Um, This is for your company or for yourself. So this is again, that's allthingsequitable.ca to learn more about Janelle. Now, for any questions or comments about today's show, please message me on Instagram at celebratethis.pod. You can also message me if you want me to shout out anything that you're celebrating, like a birthday, anniversary, or leaving the house because we're on gray status, right? We are we're get to leave the house. So have an amazing week, and I'll see you next week for more content for episode seven. We're getting up there. I'm getting up there, baby. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you had, and I hope you enjoyed listening to both of us. I love you for listening and have a great week.